everything. Okay, so I'm saying Kevin Durant is the whole package. He's LeBron plus Dwayne Wade as a closer, all rolled in one. Hey, hey, how's everybody doing? It is a nice and rainy day here in Pennsylvania. Um, today's show, we're going to talk about the Yankees and how disappointing I am in the decisions that they've been making. We're also going to talk about college football and basically how it is no longer the college football you grew up loving. And we're going to kind of finish the show up just covering a couple things here and there. So look at your watch. <laughs> I just looked at mine because it's showtime. Tell me, but can't stop the bum rush. I make material rich and imperial. The unique technique I speak is all original. You like to sag and drag and gag. Same old, same old, but Papa's got a brand new bag. So put the mic down, boy, you can't work it. Do the whack lyrics, it's about to short circuit. So toss the source, of course, to the boss. No remorse, you lost with force. I cause a holocaust. First I caught you, then put you to torture. You move wrong, my son, so I torture. Just like a guardian. And put your body in the move, the groove with the smooth way that I'm partying. Competition may find it spectacular. Scheme and fiend to take a bite like Dracula. And waste the taste, cause ain't no sugar here So come here if you dare, you booger beer You start hallucinating like magic The rap gets tragic and can't won't have it Cause you tried to juice me when you're bluffing Slowed the pace so I had to start rushing So pick a BC date cause you're history Here comes Kane, Scoop, Scrap, J and Mr. C And this is one thing to us, we ain't noodle The cruel cast smell in the crowd just like poodle I'm the man you can't hold back And all competition appear to be weak I meant to say whack, a vision of blur Just a thinking I'm competing, I say Ha! Huh? Warm it up, Kane! Warm it up, Kane. 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 Warm it up, Kane.
Genuine for 89, you know what I'm saying? As I give a shout out to my man Tony A, Tony P, Sally Sal, and the whole Libra Digital Posse. Can't forget my man Yarn Ski and Smoother Marble, you know what I'm saying? Also, I gotta say what's up to Born True, B-Boy, and my man Big JC. The whole rest of the crew, school lover, my brother, Scrap Lover, and DJ Mr. C. Can't forget Supreme, Abu, Mel Kwan, and Shabazz, Wally D, and the rest of the Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Chia! You are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. Welcome back! We are back. Welcome to an all-new Downright Sports. I am your host, the notorious sports critic himself, Brent Reed. And if you've never seen the show before, Downright Sports is a show for all sports fans. After many years of doing this and three seasons of Downright Sports in a podcasting form, by now, the, the fans are the fans. The fans of the show are the fans of the show. You should have a crux of an idea. Of how this show plays out, alright? So, yeah. If you don't know, and you want a history and a backlog of the show, feel free to uh, just download the podcast. And you can uh, go to Apple, Spotify, or Google, or anywhere major podcasts are downloaded. You can also listen to the show on DJ Chase Radio. And we're going to go through the other stations that we listen to, <laughs> listen to the show on as well. I don't have my lotion. So this is the second episode in our temporary studio. That's what I'm calling this. It's a temporary studio because we're not permanently staying in this studio. Once um, I get settled, we're going to find... Sorry, my glasses, I can't see. Like, they're not prescription glasses. They're um, blue blockers, but good God, they don't stay clean. I need to stand at screens all day. So I'm looking at screens for the show. I'm looking at screens to promote. I'm looking at screens... To create contact content, if you don't know, go to Instagram, Downright Sports Instagram or TikTok or YouTube, and every now and then I will post, you know, uh, news that is worthy enough to be posted. Why it doesn't get posted all the time? Because I have another job that takes away my life. <laughs> anyway, so I'm a huge Yankee fan. I don't really discuss the Yankees as nauseam because I like to broaden my horizons I only talk about the same three sports all the time. But being a Yankee fan, I can't help but notice our, the, the Yankees are not where they should be as a team. Franchise-wise, yes, they collect money like the Dallas Cowboys do. But the Yankees are sort of going in the path of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to have to turn this fan on a little bit. <laughs> they... It's really sad to watch what has happened since George Steinbrenner has passed away. And from what I can tell, or what a lot of us can tell, because I was in a bar about two, three weeks ago, and a Yankee fan was in there, and he said the same thing I've been yelling forever. Brian Cashman has to go. I've tweeted, Brian Cashman has to go. Like, this guy serves zero purpose for with the Yankees. Now... For those of you that are not Yankee fans, uh, we have a U.S. Open update. Coco Golf has lost. Coco Golf is now out of the U.S. Open. She has lost. Coco Golf, breaking news, everyone. Coco Golf has lost. That came across my feed about 18 minutes ago. Who did she? Um, 
Uh, who did she lose to? Um, give me the first name. Give me the first name. Oh, it's right there in front of me. Um, Caroline Garcia. Uh, she has lost to Caroline Garcia. Uh, looks like uh, it was a convince. It, she she took care of business. It was six three six four. Um, that was pretty much it. And the rest was history. Coco Goff has lost in the quarterfinals. So that's sad to hear. I was preparing. I th- I was hoping she made it a little further because I was already preparing this big like passing of the torch. Um, Coco Goff from Serena to Coco. I was kind of pe- uh, preparing for that. And unfortunately, Coco has so much promise, but she's yet to win a, a, ma- a major. And it's, you know. She'll get there. She's young enough. But tennis used to be. It's different with, you know, science and, you know, training. But it used to be the younger you were put you in better standing to win where now the older players seem to still have a chance. A la Serena, Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, I think, is kind of slowly tipping the cap. But back to my rant. So here's the issue with the Yankees. Brian Cashman has been general manager of the Yankees since 1998, okay? For those of you doing math, that is a little over 20-something years, all right? Um, the His resume, if you're just reading it on paper, you would say to yourself, well, oh my God, in 24 years, this guy has uh, five World Series champions, well, four World Series championships. He has one as an assistant GM. We're not counting that. But he has four World Series championships, countless playoff appearances, countless playoff appearances, countless playoff appearances. Let's back that up, okay? When the Yankees were winning championships in the 90s, Cashman didn't build that team. Stick Michael built that team. Gene Michael, who took over when George Steinbrenner got suspended in the 90s, he built the team up through the draft. He built the team up through the farm system. Uh, Bernie, Bernie Williams, Derek Jada, Andy Pettit. Jorge Posada, like those guys is who you, they made moves, they bought in Paul O'Neill, Tino Martinez, the list goes on. Those were teams that were, he inherited those teams. Now he made moves to get like Roger Clemens. That was a George Steinbrenner move. Let's be real. Any move where a big name joined the Yankees, that was George Steinbrenner telling him, go get, go get me Roger Clemens. Go get me, um, Gary Sheffield, go get me, uh, 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 who else did the Yankees, like, just go get, like, uh, J- Jason Giambi, like, these were all George moves, all right, and George did so, A-Rod, I'm pretty sure George was like, we could get him, go get him, all right, but if Cashman wants to take credit for A-Rod, guess what, that wasn't the best move either, but the point, I'm going to circle back, keep A-Rod on your mind. I need lotion. I am ashy. You can hear it. You can't hear that? That's not paper. That's my hands. <laughs> anyway, um, Brian Cashman, with George's backing, was able to keep the team afloat. Even when the Yankees lost in 01, they went back in 03. And they lost in 03, but had a team built for 04 to go. And with the fluke of a lucky horseshoe up the Red Sox rear end, the Yankees would have went back in 04. 05, the team started kind of getting older, and you could, but we, the, the, the Yankees was always in the mix, all right? 2008 came, you know, uh, uh, Joe Torre left in 07, the team was kind of in a flux, they had to rebuild the roster, and with, how, with Hank Steinbrenner floating around, 
then Hal Steinbrenner kind of, hey, we need to win. The Yankees win. They got CeCe. They got A.J. Burnett. They got Mark Teixeira. They got Nick Swisher. They got all these guys that wanted to win, and they got a championship. Granted, the, the nucleus of the team, though, was a mixture of guys from the 90s. Andy Pettit, Jorge Posada, Derek Jeter, Armani uh, Rivera. Throw him in. Like, those are players from the 90s. Again, not players from that uh, uh, Brian Cashman had anything to do with. Since George's passing, since that 09 championship, the Yankees haven't been back to the World Series. The Yankees have not smelled the World Series. If you hear that, that's my co-host, Mariana, sitting over there. She felt that this was the perfect time to wake up. <laughs> anyway, um, the Yankees haven't been back for 20, you know, so in the past, let me tell you something. If the Yankees won a whole decade under George's regime, Went an entire decade without making it to the World Series. I can promise you Brian Cashman would be fired. Brian Cashman probably should have been fired after the 09, after the 011 were, you know, uh, Yankees. Because the Yankees had years that just weren't getting it done. Since then, the Yankees have kind of found themselves back in prominence due to luck and circumstance. Uh, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and, you know, guys like that. Cashman has done nothing to help this team or build around Aaron Judge. John Carlos is the closest thing. Um, uh, Anthony Rizzo is okay. But if I have to choose between Freddie Freeman and Anthony Rizzo, I'm going with Freddie Freeman. A, he's younger. B, he's better. No disrespect to Anthony Rizzo. I think he's great. I love playing with him in MLB The Show. But I'm not. It's apples and oranges, man. You made a move last year. You bought in Rizzo and you bought in Joe Gallo. Joe Galloway, not even on the team anymore, couldn't play in the city. Couldn't handle the pressure. It's not his fault. Couldn't handle the pressure. Quite frankly, though, they traded him this year for nothing. It, the guy that they traded him for, if I have it written down, uh, Clayton Beater. Who is the proper answer? Joey Galloway has gone to the Dodgers. Greener passes. Dodgers have a better record. In fact, the Dodgers record got better after Joey Galloway got to the team. Joey Galloway is a home run threat. He strikes out a lot. But we, as much as I'm like, he, it's good that he's gone. They probably should have came. They probably should have looked to trade him for just something a little bit better. I don't know. There was a team down in I-95 that was trying to get rid of their all-star Trying to get rid of a guy that some say is a future Hall of Famer, Famer and um, Juan Soto, who's still under contract for two years and not even at real money. And you had a you. I truly believe the Yankees could have just traded Gallo for Soto straight up, or whatever prospects are sitting in the like. I don't know if you're a team trying to win a World Series, you stockpiling prospects amount to nothing. A prospect in baseball, let me, let's bring this back. Let me give you guys a little fun fact. The NFL has a pipeline called college football. We're going to talk about that in the next segment, but they have a pipeline. The NBA has kind they have a few pipelines, but their main revenue is, their main pipeline is college basketball, okay? The WNBA, college basketball, okay? Baseball is a little different. You guys don't go straight from college to the pros. It don't. It doesn't happen that way. Some of the guys you draft, a lot of those prospects turn out to be turnips. So 
you get lucky. You can do what the Houston Astros did where you got to strip it all down. You can't compete, and you just you, you go for You try to build it, all right? Astros did it, and they stayed consistent. The Dodgers didn't have to. The Dodgers did it with a little bit of both. They built with prospects. They built with signings. The Dodgers went out and spent money, something the Yankees used to know how to do. For some reason, says Brian Cashman, has doesn't have George Steinbrenner obviously slapping him in the back of the head and telling him to make common sense decisions. He has decided to rely on uh, analytics. The Yankees have the biggest analytics department. What does that amount to? Nothing. All right. So they got a bunch of guys that can count and 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 tell you the square root of sixty-seven. But how does it how does it translate to winning on the field? If your analytic guys is telling you not to go after this one, but go after that one, then you should fire your analytic team. I can promise you the Mets ain't using a ton of analytic guys. The Mets has got this whole thing turned around. You want you know how they did it? Mm, money. Your answer to everything is always money. If you look, the Yankees' big uh, trade acquisition was Andrew Benatendi, who's actually having a pretty decent hitting season. But now is out and potentially may not be back with a broken wrist. That's not his fault. But as of joining the Yankees, he was just a big letdown. Like, I didn't get excited because the Yankees got Andrew Benintendi. Like, I don't think anybody got excited. Most people just was like, who the heck is Andrew Benintendi? The Yankees traded away uh, Jordan Montgomery to St. Louis, who made sure when he faced the Yankees, he shut them down. He almost no hit them. Jordan Montgomery was a strong left-hander that the Yankees desperately needed. All right. They made a bunch of different trades for players that I couldn't tell you who the heck they were. So how is that going to make your team better? Here are players that the Yankees have just forgotten to pick up. Um, Manny Machado. They passed on him. They didn't go after Trey Turner or Max Scherzer last year when the Nationals was giving away them. They didn't go after Freddie Freeman when Freddie Freeman's agents apparently just they didn't listen to anything he wanted, and there was an opportunity to have him play in the Bronx. They didn't go after uh, Josh Bell or Juan Soto, who the Nats was giving away. They didn't go after Bryce Harper, who was built for Yankee Stadium. Are you kidding me? Right now, you could have had John Carlos Stan, Bryce Harper, and Aaron Judge in your outfield. That, like, no. Since Cashman... Um, the Red Sox have won a World Series in 04, 07, 13, and 18. Yankees haven't made a World Series in a decade. That's the first time since George, since Babe Ruth signed with the team. I don't understand how the guy's, I don't understand how the guy has a job. I don't understand how the guy still is employed with the Yankees. Maybe he could be employed with Kansas City. Maybe he could be employed with someone else. But he, the fact that this is what the Yankees are relying on, where is my phone? The fact that this is what the Yankees are relying on is atrocious. Like, this guy is not the answer. They need somebody different. I don't think necessarily they need somebody younger, but they need someone that can um, at least know what it's about being a Yankees, okay? So, I, my hopes is that after this all-star break where the Yankees just collapsed, that the ownership will see Aaron Boone and well Boone hasn't really done a terrible job. Let's be real. He's working with with Branky. Keep Boone, get rid of Cashman. Okay? Just let him go. And let's move on. Speaking of, uh World Series playoffs is around the corner. 
All right. Um, who has a possibility to, to win it all? And I'm glad you asked because I did the homework. So my hands are so dry. And when I take the break, I got to I gotta get some lotion. So uh, we're going to go through this quick. Astros, Mets, Braves, Dodgers. I don't. I think the American League has shot it. I don't. I think the Astros are the only team in the American League that has a chance to win it. I would have picked my Yankees, but they've done nothing but disappoint. If you look at Houston, Houston's second in pitching as far as wins. They're second in ERA, second in saves, fifth in home runs. Like the team, the Astros are solid, man. They are stacked. You got uh, Yellow All Valde. 31 home runs, batting 294. He hits 316 on the road. You play a lot of road games in the playoffs. Astros won't because they're going to have probably, well, they won't in the American League, but the Dodgers got the best overall record. They got Mr. Ba- Mr. Playoffs and Altuve who can hit anywhere. Uh, they have Kyle Tucker who's having a great year, thir- 23 home runs. If Verlander comes back healthy, he's got he's uh, 16 and three, one eighty-four ERA. He's the front runner for the Cy Young. Uh, they have Fabio uh, Valdez, who's fourteen and four, and then they have Jose Uquidi, thirteen and five. They got three. They got three pitchers with winning records and very decent ERAs. Like that's a formula for getting it done in the playoffs. You do not want to be the team that's to face Houston. If you're a Mets fan, you have a lot of hope, all right? You got, of course, you got Pete Alfonso. You got uh, Francisco Landor. The team is 7th in hit, 7th in ERA. You got big game Matt Scherzer, but it's actually uh, Chris Benton, 12-4. Uh, and four. You got uh, the closer in Mr. Trumpet himself in Edwin Diaz, whose ERA is 152. He's pretty much lights out when he comes in. You have a closer. With the Mets, with the Mets having a three-headed monster, and uh, Scherzer, Benton, and DeGrom. Yes, I said DeGrom. If they can get, if they get a lead and they can just get the Diaz, that's that's ball game. Like, Mets are going to be playing deep in October. Another team, you got the Dodgers. Mookie, I'm not even going to speak on the Dodgers. Just know this. They got a guy who's 6-1 with a 2-10 ERA. Uh, his name is not Clay Kershaw either. It's Tony Gawson. Let me tell you right now, you got him, and you still got Kershaw, and then they still have Uridis. I didn't abbreviate his name so I can say it right, but you get they Dodgers is going to the World Series, but they may have to still get through the Braves. Who had um, uh, uh, Kyle um, Kale Wright, seventeen and five looks like. I don't know why they think he's the front runner for the Cy Young. He's having a good year, but I don't think he's having a better year than the guy in the Dodgers. But they're still defending champions. And the dark horse to me is Ronald LeCure, who's not having the best year. He didn't play as many games, but he's still having, still him, and he's still formidable. So, who do I think is going to win the World Series? You find out when the playoffs are set, which should be soon. We should start seeing some teams get settled in. All right. This is Downright Sports, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook Live. Thank you for um, subscribing and listening. Subscribe, like. All right. When we come back, you can listen. Uh, we're going to. Talk about how I think college football, as you know it, is going. I've spoken on this before, but I came up with a really cool way to kind of like tie it into wrestling. It's going to be cool. This is Downright Sports, everybody. We'll be right back. Downing has to ignore the sound effect. 
and stay a professional in pitches game. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone.
favorite chat. All right, we're back. Uh, so, college football kicked off this weekend, and I'll tell you who won and who lost in the news bulletin, so stick tuned to that. Uh, but, a little side note, if you're listening on uh, Fab 94.5 or Trap Radar Radio or She Real Radio, there's no news bulletin. Uh, the day those shows air, uh, the day the show airs, the news is like literally <laughs> old by then, so I don't even bother as so I just edit that part out. So, um, but college football, it actually started a week before, started about a week ago, and then it really kicked off this weekend. Uh, some key games played, you had uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, you had um, Oregon versus Georgia, you had a bunch of games. Here's what I know is, I don't know if there's anybody who's going to beat Oregon, I mean, excuse me, o- uh, Ohio State and Georgia. Notre Dame came close, and I bet on Notre Dame to win, I figured it'd be one upset. But I can't figure out for the life of me. There are college teams uh, historically that have been good but have not in recent years. Uh, Nebraska is one of them. Miami is one of them. USC, UCLA, Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee. Uh, (laughs) uh, Texas. You could throw Texas in there. You know, uh, uh, Penn State hasn't been to a championship in years. Um, Michigan showed some semblance and signs last year, but right now, college football belongs to Alabama. It belongs to um, Ohio State. Georgia has now seemed to just decided, hey, we in here now. Um, this is us. Georgia's been in the conversation, but winning the championship last year was like, I think they're coming out party. And it's disgustingly sad when you watch Oklahoma, when you watch when you watch Alabama or Ohio State or Georgia, and at a time, Clemson, and I think Clemson, is, keep an eye on them. I don't know if they're back to the Clemson we've seen like a couple years ago. I think they're better, but I don't think they're, they're going to run through the ACC. But in any case, when you look at their teams, not the quarterbacks, not the wide receivers, not the running backs. Rebel got my teeth shaking. <laughs> Look at their defensive line and their offensive lines compared to other teams. It's day and night different. It is not even close. It is men versus kids. The Alabama offensive line, the Ohio State offensive line, these are teams that look, and they are a year away from NFL. Not three. They are a year, like, they're there. And... All these teams can do the conference realignments all they want. It's not going to make them any better. There's still going to be teams at the top. Those teams will be Ohio State and Alabama. Clemson. Um, Oklahoma's always in the conversation, but they, too, don't have meat. And it's funny to me that the you know the, the places that have these players come from, their own schools can't recruit. I don't know why o- Ohio State... Alabama and you know Georgia, why they just recruit so much better? I couldn't tell you. I don't know if I knew that. I would let you know. But the NCAA, otherwise known as Hey Chelsea, the NCAA, otherwise known as um, what I like to now call the NXT college football. <laughs> College football is NXT. If you don't watch wrestling, NXT is the developmental for the WWE. Now, with players able to get paid, it's pretty much a developmental for the NFL. And it's I I couldn't tell you 
in the next 10 years what college football is going to look like anymore. Like, I really don't know. College football for many years, over 100 years, was built on college pride. It was built, it was, I hate to use the word tribalism, but it was very regional. And then it was built on rivals. You know, you Ohio State, Michigan, that's a rival. Uh, uh, UNC Duke, that's a rival. Uh, um, UVA, Virginia Tech, rivalries. UCLA, USC, rivalries. Oklahoma, Texas, rivalries. These were all big games. These were games people played for. With Texas, well, Texas and Oklahoma both going to the SEC, It's it, it just dilutes it. And then you have... So many teams now. For years, we we have grown accustomed to like Penn State being in the Big Ten. Penn State used to be uh, independent, like Notre Dame, but with UCLA and USC saying, "Hey, we're going to go to um, the Big Ten, that makes zero sense to me. I always thought that the Pac-12. And the Big 12 should emerge. That would have made more sense. But a lot of these teams that have done this conference realigning or these changing of the guard, it hasn't made them better. Rutgers still sucks. Maryland is even worse. <laughs> uh, Virginia Tech going to the Big, uh, going to the ACC did not make it better. You're like, what do you mean? Virginia Tech used to be in the Big Ten. I mean, Big East. So was Miami, and I think before that. Um, Tech was private because the Big East was a made-up conference. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Big East was pretty much made. It was a basketball conference, and then the football money got better. If you're a big college fan, you're a big college football fan, college football is so funny to watch because if you on Sunday, you have a combination of all sorts of games. Oh, Chelsea, you like this shirt? The shirt you designed? Chelsea designed this shirt if y'all can't see it. I found it. It sucks when you're when you moved because you gotta look for things. And I wanted to wear something different tonight. And like this was sitting on the top, and I was like, "All right, I'll rock it." Thanks, Chelsea. <laughs> um, you could college football used to be, you know, you Saturday you turn on the TV and you watch this game, you watch that game, and you fall asleep on the couch, you know, with potato chips on your chest, but. With them trying to just realign and make this, you know, basically either four or five mega conferences, and now the playoff system has got extended to from 14 to 12. Talk about drastic. Um, and I like that because it's basically said we're done with these stupid bowl games because a lot of them are done, dumb. Like you had, you had like the Meineke Gator Bowl or the uh, Red Bull. Trojan Bowl. Like, it just didn't make sense after a while. Some of them are played in the same stadium, which I think is stupid to begin with. But when they make their big conferences, the small schools are the ones that's going to pay. The small schools are the ones that's going to, oh, dang, we left out temporarily. The, and I'll wrap this up. Schools that are left out in the cold from this new massive football steroid, college football steroid system, they're the ones you'll see that will all of a sudden people are gonna to want to watch because it's gonna be it's gonna be a little more pure, if that makes sense. It's gonna hey Amber Jeez, everybody's on tonight. It's gonna to be a little more pure 
in the sense of people are going to want to see that. That's going to be what, and it's going to be more affordable because once these big conglomerate uh, um, uh, uh, conferences are made, let me let let me tell you right now, you're not going to just go see regular Bama versus somebody game. Like it's going to be like going to an NFL game. It's almost like that, I guess, in some places. But when you have smaller schools that, um, hold on, what Chelsea? Was? Even though we just, oh yeah, uh, Tech got beat by ODU for the second time. This time in ODU. Way to show up, ODU. ODU. I almost went to ODU, actually. Anyway, you make him lose the trend. <laughs> Any case, when you start seeing small schools, for example, like ODU and others have to create a new conference, new conferences that are smaller, the Boise State. Remember long ago in Boise State? It was like, Boise State should be in a big conference. Now nobody cares. But you're going to see the smaller schools, kind of like a minor league team, get more love. They're going to get a little more respect. People are going to want to flock to that. People are going to want to see that. People are going to want to go, hmm, I'd rather watch that. They just got to get a TV contract, which is football. There's money out there. Here's some schools when these mega conferences get created will be left in the cold. Just calling it like I see it. Uh, Cincinnati will be left out in the cold. Cincinnati's had some decent programs. Uh, you will see UMC get thrown out in the cold. You will see... Well, the whole American conference that was created, they'll pick apart who they want. Like, UFC will probably find a home because those bigger conferences are going to need to beat up somebody. Um, what? I'm getting shots fired at me right now on Facebook Live. It's actually kind of funny. You, you will see... Um, for example, out of the ACC, I can promise you, when those bigger conferences get created, Wake Forest, Syracuse... Pitt, North Carolina State, and I would say Georgia Tech will be all thrown out into the street. Mark my words. The Big 12, right now, the Big 12 has been just so, right now, Texas and Oklahoma will be out of the Big 12 next year, right? Kansas, Baylor, Kansas State, TCU, all schools will be thrown out in the cold. All right? <laughs> Amber said, I like Bama anyway. You're going to see. I should actually. I'm going to do that. Let me not even spoil it. But I w there's going to be conferences built out of these schools that don't win regularly. They'll create their own playoff system. Fox, ESPN, Disney+, Plus, um, Hulu, the down, uh, DJ Chase Radio. Somebody will give them a contract to broadcast their games exclusively. And then we will see kind of like the... you, you like. The bigger schools will kind of be like, you know, the big event. Oh, we got to watch that. But the purists are going to want to see that. And, you know, they'll have big numbers. And that's just how it goes. So, when did Chelsea put it? I couldn't agree. Georgia State always comes through in the clutch. Georgia State? Georgia State is like a historical black college. Did I say Georgia State or did I say Georgia Tech? I'm pretty sure I said Georgia Tech. Either way, this is Downright Sports. Ray, I'm going to not take a break here on Facebook Live. We're going to go straight into the news. But if you're listening on the podcast, uh, you will not hear the news. But if you're listening on Fab 94.5, Trap Radio, She Real Radio, you too will not hear the news. But on DJ Chase Radio and Dynasty Radio, you will hear the news. It, you know what? Let's just get into it. I, it's time for the news. All right, let's go. We call this old bitch. 
this bitch down. Call this bitch. Hello. What's up? Nothing. What you doing? Man, just kicking it. Mason, are y'all done? Nah. What you gonna do today? Um, pick up my clothes for the I ain't gonna get my nails done. Yeah. Why? What's up? Hey, did, did, did what's your name them get at you yesterday? Who? These nuts. Oh, shut up, nigga. But I wanna ask you one question. If I had some nuts hanging on the wall, what did I have, honey? I just, darling, you have some walnuts. She said, well, daddy, if I had some nuts on my chest, would those be chestnuts? I said, hell yeah. She said, well, daddy, if I had nuts under my chin, would those be chin nuts? I said, hell no, bitch, you'd have a dick in your mouth. Chicky check, microphone check, one. Chicky check, microphone check, two. Chicky check, microphone check, three. Check game from the notorious Compton G. Back with some shit that got the bump. As you pull up in the park, your pops are shrunk. Just a fossil like a motherfucker clowning and shit. Got your dangers on your hoopty and your fly ass bitch. Throw off, throw off, show off, I'll take that home. If she proper, I'ma pop up, the whole hop up. It's back on track. With big money, big nuts, and a big fat chronic sack. So dad, step up on their ass and give these motherfuckers a blast from the past. Diggity dads out of the cut with some shit that I wrote with my nigga D.R.E. So you know I must be dope, but uh, right tat 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 that ass. Starting static with Drake, make way for the AK. That I bring as I swing like Kathy. Not from crisscross, but they call me Mac Daddy. Hattie, not known about the city I'm from. Long Beach, Tic Tac, grab your gap, watch your back, get right, come. Stomping in my khaki suit. Big G from the hood, can fuck Eastwood. God damn, I ripped up, flipped up, and skipped up on top of things. As they swing towards my dingling. Look, could you raise up off his nuts? Cause Dr. Drizzy's about to rip that shit up. Chicky check, microphone check, Chicky check, microphone check. Chicky check, microphone check three. You're tuned to the sounds of the DRE. Now check me out, it's back to the old school where the niggas get they scrap on. Don't nobody cap on, slap on some DRE or some funky ass shit by the D-O-G-Y-D-O-G-G. Real G's who drop keys, protect these and you So nigga, please. About my manuscript, you see that it's a must. I drop gangster shit, yeah. So recognize gang from the gangster. Things will remain the same until I change them. It's real easy to see, so you can check sounds from Nate D O Double G. I can't be faded. I'm a nigga from the motherfucking street. I can't be faded. I'm a nigga from the motherfucking street. I can't be faded. I'm a nigga from the motherfucking street I can't be faded I'm a nigga from the motherfucking street I heard you wanna fuck with Dre You picked the wrong motherfucking day Here we go, toe to toe, blow, blow, blow Let me know if you think you can fake that bro I heard you wanna fuck with Dre
you Ooh. are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. Let's wrap this thing up, all right? Let's put this one to bed. So, the uh, Devin Mitchell was traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, that's a big get for Cleveland. Um, doesn't matter who they gave up because it wasn't. A, they didn't give up anything of importance. Like they didn't give any big players away that's going to hinder them from what they did last year. Uh, Cleveland last year made a big step. They for the most of the year, were in the top six. And then towards the end of the season, I think injuries played a part why they kind of fell out of the top six. But they still made the playoffs for the first time since LeBron left, which is huge. Uh, Devin Mitchell will be teaming up with uh, a pretty stacked lineup. Uh, Jared Allen. Can I zoom in? There we go. Jared Allen. They got a, uh, Chris Levette, who um, has had some setbacks. Kevin Love, who's only 33 years old, is still is a very good player. Evan Mobley, stunner player, good draft pick. Um, Ricky Rubio, Rajon Ra- Ra- Rondo. <laughs> so these are all strong players that he's going to team up with. And he did a lot with the Utah Jazz. And if I asked you today, you could have named me three players on the Jazz. You could have named me. If I said Utah Jazz, you would still think Carl Malone and John Stockton was playing for them. But they don't. So, um, I think him coming to the Cleveland Cavaliers last year to go back, um, they finished third in the Central. They're going to win the Central. Who was the best team in the Central last year? The Bulls? They're going to be better than the Bulls. Easily. Uh, they're going to be better than the Bulls. Uh, they finished 44-38. He's got to be an easy 10 wins. Like, build on that 44. He's got to be an easy 10 easy wins for them um, going forward. Now, I'm a Knicks fan. And the Knicks were in heavy conversation to getting Devin Mitchell. And it didn't happen. And the, the conversation over the summer kind of got quiet. And the Knicks didn't seem to want to part ways with some of their players. I'm actually think that I actually think that smart almost sounded like Papa. I actually think so. <laughs> um, the Knicks did not make the playoffs last year. The Knicks was bad, but the Knicks was always bad. I truly believe the Knicks choosing not to. The Mets lost tonight, and did Atlanta win? Did Atlanta win? If Atlanta won, that's bad news for the Mets. Yankees game got postponed. Good, the Yankees need a break. They keep freaking losing. Um, no, Atlanta's winning currently 3 nothing over Oakland. Ooh, Mets. <laughs> Ooh, Mets. Atlanta is breathing down that net. But uh, back to me. So, I honestly did not get mad when the Knicks didn't get Devin Mitchell. I know Stephen A. Smith went on a tirade. This is blasphemy. This is applicable. Atrocious. I could have, like... I just ate a whole thesaurus so I could just blurt out these words. The Knicks is... I, I respect. Because Stephen A. Smith always has to, before he kicks you in the nuts, he has to tell you how much he loves you. 
I understand those guys in the front, not James Dolan, okay? Not James Dolan, but those other guys. And it drives me crazy. Calm down, Stephen. <laughs> you got the job, okay? Calm down. Anyway, um, if you look at the Knicks' roster, um, the key players are clearly R.J. Barrett, Evan Forster, um, Julius Randolph. I really hope he has a bounce back year. Uh, Obit Toppin. Mitchell Robinson. These guys can play. I think the Knicks just had a bad year. I think they had a setback year. I think Julius Randolph will kind of get his head together. Now, if they were able to trade Julius for Mitchell, I might have taken that trade. But some of the, the, the options were for the Knicks to give up all their draft picks. I don't like that idea if you're the New York Knicks because if you got R.J. Barrett and you just signed him an extension. Knicks have not had a free, have not had a draft pick worth signing in years. All right, like I remember the Channing Fry draft. Like the Knicks have not had a player set. I mean, we had uh, uh, Chris Stop Porzingis who decided he wanted to see greener pastures, and now he plays on Washington. If he does, like Chris Dow is six years away from. Being uh, Andrew Bartendi, is that his name? No, what's the guy's name? The Knicks had drafted him too. I think he just went to Boston and just tore his Achilles or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Italian guy. Um, what is his name? What is his name? Delano Galadari. I'm not going to butcher his name. Either way, the Knicks had drafted him, and he was supposed to be the second coming, and it just didn't turn. It didn't work out. That's my point. RJ Barrett got better. Last year, arguably, got better. He improved. He showed signs of improvement. That's what you want. That's why I think he was the perfect fit. R.J. Barrett, to me, is what the Knicks need. He's got that Jeter-esque mentality. This kind of, I'm just going to focus on my, like, you don't hear about him off the court. The Knicks need that. The Knicks have not had that since the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think the Knicks had the whole Isaiah Thomas fiasco and all those players, and you know, if you look at um, if you look at his numbers last year, twenty points a game, five rebounds, three. So that's solid. I mean, if he does that consistently, like that's solid. You know what I'm saying? The young man's only been in the league for three years. His first year, fourteen point seven. Second year, seventeen. Every year, he's gotten better. And I think he's got a nucleus of guys he's playing with that's only going to get better with him. If they would have traded those guys from Devin Mitchell, the Knicks wouldn't have got wouldn't have been any better. You can't give up the farm for one guy. Devin Mitchell's not going to take the Knicks to the playoffs by himself. We've been down that road before. All right, when we chase the one guy and nothing happens. I like the rumors, and I know they're just rumors, but I really like the rumors of potentially Melo returning to the Knicks in a swan. I think that'll be a good swan song. Now, him going to Denver. That would be reconciliation. But I really like... Now, if I was Carmelo, honestly, if I was Carmelo and he could sign with the Miami Heat, the Golden State Warriors, heck, I don't think he could sign. I would not want to go to Brooklyn. But if I'm Melo, I'm chasing a ring right now. Carmelo, has he deserves a ring. Out of the guys, the top guys he was drafted with, Wade, Bosch, LeBron, heck, um, Darko Milicek, he's the only one that doesn't have a ring. Jekyll Milicic has a ring. He won it on Detroit. He was on the bench, but he won it on Detroit. Look it up. So, I, I really, I, I hope that, 
you know, I, I like the idea. I'm glad the Knicks didn't get Devin Mitchell. If they could have got him and that gave up anything, that would have made sense. But the fact that they didn't give anything up, I, I'm real. I like, I like that. I think their front office is in a better place for that. Now they got to make the playoffs to make their point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Albert Pujols is getting closer and closer and closer to 700. Um, this segment was going to be a little longer. I may dedicate more time to him later. I get back in the gym. Um, but this season alone, Pujols is hitting 267, 16 home runs, 48, 43 RBI. That's solid. Albert Pujols is five home runs away from 700. I think he could get it. He has the whole month of September to hit five home runs. That's doable. It's, I don't know if it's bittersweet, but it's kind of like, dang, like we're, we're not celebrating this guy the way he should be celebrated. Major League Baseball does a poor job in celebrating their players while they're here. And if this was the NBA, it'd be round the clock coverage about Albert Pujols. If this was the NFL, it'd be round the clock. You know, heck, WNBA. Albert Pujols is the, the beacon that baseball should you know, be like, this is the guy. This was the guy. From, let's see, Pools versus Tennessee in 2001. From 2001 to 2012, he was unquestionably the one of the greatest hitters to ever live. He was top four greatest hitters to ever live. Like, just that simple. The man was averaging uh, a batting average of three. You know what I'm saying? Over 300 batting average. Heck, he hit 359 in 2003, 331, 2004, 330, 2005, 331, 2006, 327, 2007, 357, 2008, 327, 2009. That's crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about. Albert Pujols, the machine, if you will, was just the most, like, that's what you wanted your ball player to be. He was Great defensively at first base. He's got two gold gloves. I can't think of who else was playing first at that time. Maybe why he doesn't have more. But he had two gold gloves, two Hank Aaron Awards, Rookie of the Year, six Silver Sluggers, three-time MVP. He's got countless World Series. Um, he, you know, you you got to just like, that's the guy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 21 seasons, he's still playing strong. I don't think he's going to come back. He looks like he's a man of his word. But our pool host was baseball. And, you know, he he really should be celebrated around the clock. It should be pool host watch for everybody. Because him hitting 700 is going to mean a little bit more than, like, when A-Rod hit. A-Rod, I think, I think A-Rod hit 700. I, I want to say... Um, you hear me pecking on the keys? I think A-Rod's got 700. I really do. Um, the list is Barry Bonds, which obviously nobody wants to recognize. I recognize it. Bonds has got 762. Hank, 755. Uh, Ruth, 714. No, A-Rod is 696. That's crazy. But these are guys that have 550 or more. Many... Rafael Palmero, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, uh, Jim Tomei, Ken Griffey Jr., Pujols, and A-Rod. And you got to say to yourself, take Manny off, take uh, Rafael off, McGuire, Sosa, and A-Rod. 
Pujols, like Tomei, like Griffey, there's no question those guys did it the right way. You know what I mean? And it's kind of sad to think, like, Mark McGuire was great to watch. Sammy Sosa was great to watch. And you got to say, Sammy Sosa should be in the Hall of Fame. Because if it's true what he said, his star didn't blow up from until from 98 to about 2003 was like his, like, that was his, his peak. You know what I mean? So, like, why are we, like, acting like this guy just was, like, juicing up every day? So, whatever. I don't know. That's a conversation for another day, too. Look who's uh, still active. Uh, Miguel Cabrera. He's got 506. He's not getting six. Um, I think Giancarlo Stanton's close. I think he's, like, a season away, two seasons away from 400. That would be pretty cool for him. So, yeah. hey, thank you for watch, listening to Downright Sports. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, if you watched on Facebook Live today, hell out of fun. Thank you all for watching. Um, you can listen to Downright Sports Wednesdays at 12 o'clock. New episodes on DJ Chase Radio. Um, you can listen on Thursdays on Dynasty Radio NY at 8 o'clock at night. Uh, you can listen <clears throat> Saturdays at 8 a.m. on Fab 94.5 The Hits. Uh, Saturdays at 3 p.m. on Trap Radar Radio, and Sunday at noon on She Real Radio. Uh, download, subscribe, like, and comment on Apple Podcasts. Listen on Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube. Uh, you can see a shorter version of the show on YouTube. There may actually be, for the first time in a while, I may actually do the whole episode on YouTube. Haven't decided yet, or I just may chop it up. That's going to take some work, though. Uh, subscribe and like on TikTok and Instagram, uh, our Facebook page at Downright Sports. There are three, and I'm trying to delete the others, but there are like three. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, and that's it. <laughs> I'm out of stuff. I forgot about the stuff. Uh, you guys be safe. Um, enjoy. And as always, deuces. Got me, a little headbutt right there. Come on, get some next week. I'll see you at the park again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show, I'ma make it hot, baby. Pussy, the stunt, and I pop. Still yeah. the bum, squeezing my pistol. I'm sure that I got it. Uh-huh. I feed a pipe and pick peppers and run rock rhymes. I'm 50 cent, I write a little bit, but I pop nines. Yeah. Tell niggas get their money right, cause I got mine. Uh-huh. When I'm around, quit playing, nigga, you can't shine. Woo. You gon' be that next chump, then up in the trunk. After being hit by the pump, is that what you want? Be easy, nigga. I lay your ass out. Believe me, nigga. That's what I'm about. Gangsta. You can find a nigga sitting on chrome. Hit the clutch, hit the gear, hit the gas, and I'm gone. Yeah. He's smart with his mouth, so smack him. You hold his strap, you might come back, so yeah. grab him. React like a gangster, die like a gangster, fact. Cause you can hit an homicide and be asking what happened. Oh no, look who crapping with the foe. 20 inch rim sitting on low, bro. Uh-huh. East side, west side, you can know. Yo, I'm low, go. Even yeah. my mama saying something really wrong with my brain. Niggas uh-huh. don't rob me, they know I'm down and die for my chain. G unit, yeah. we get it popping in the hood. G unit, yeah.
Motherfucker was good, I'm waiting on niggas to act like they don't know how to act uh-huh. I had to sip it too much jack, I blow them off the map with the mat Thinking it's all rap, till that ass get clap And Dop said it's a rap, it's a rap, nigga If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done Now I'ma let the champagne bottle uh-huh. pop I'ma take it to the top, show I'ma make it hot, baby Baby. I ain't been out of teach lessons to slow learners Go ahead and act up, get smacked in the head with the burner I don't fight fair, I'm dirty, dirty I'm from Southside Jamaica, Queens, nigga, you heard me yeah. When the street lights come on, niggas blasting nines uh-huh. Get locked up, to read books to pass the time Woo. And the game is ups and downs, so I stay on the grind Niggas on my dick more than my bitch, I stay on their mind There ain't nothing they can do to stop my shine uh-uh. This is God's plan, homie this ain't mine. I bet this is not grandpa called me a nuisance. And grandma always got to throw her two cents. I'm the dropout. I made more money than his teachers. Ruthless like the coop, but I come with more features. I am what I am. You can like it or love it. It feels good to put 50 grand and think nothing of it. Fuck if it. I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. Now I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show I'ma make it hot, baby. baby. If I can't do it, homie, it can't. Be done. I'ma let the champagne bottle pop. I'ma take it to the top. Show I'ma make it hot, baby, baby. Uh huh. I'ma make it hot. Dr. Dre, Aftermath, Shady. <laughs>